Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event. Are you ready? Let's get ready to ramp up your sales. And now the man you've been waiting for. He is the real thriller in Manila. The undisputed, undefeated, reigning, defending, pound for pound, heavyweight, John, the sales machine, Rankins! Right on, right on, right on, come on. Today... We got a very special guest for the sales machine. Welcome back to the sales machine where we give you the psychology methodology built into technology and allow you to build a sales machine for your business. And we're bringing on guests that obviously, you know, are experts and world leaders in what they do in sales, marketing, accountability, retention, and training for their business, for you to build a sales machine in your business. And today, we have somebody that's a global leader in marketing. He is a savage. And I, I mean that in a good way. He's called the savage marketer and he's done things in the AI space in such a short period of time that it really impacted people's lives. And most importantly, their businesses where we create entrepreneurs and, and empower people. So our guest is one of today's leading AI expert marketers, best known for founding VA Staffer, a virtual staffing agent serving over a thousand clients. He's leveraging the power of virtual teams and AI. His mission is to empower entrepreneurs and startups. He's helped build, scale, and dominate many of his clients' brand categories. He's created one of the first AI consulting certification programs on the planet, to help leaders use AI to drive 10x more productivity with ease. He is also the creator of the AI persona method, a method of leveraging AI to create human-like AI personas to perform a variety of roles in companies from marketing, copywriting, consulting, and more. He's the host of the Savage Marketer podcast and the author of Zero to Hero Crypto Guide and the groundbreaking AI consulting blueprint. So obviously you guys can get the gist of he's an expert marketer, especially not just with the methodology, but built into technology and using AI now to be more relevant right now than ever before. Without further ado, let's welcome the savage marketer, <laughs> Jeff Hunter. Woo, man. Uh, AI, That's a lot. AI, AI wrote that. <laughs> AI wrote that. Well, that's a lot, man. But, you know, just to uh, to give the audience, you know, some context, uh, I've known you for close to seven years, right? And you yeah. actually started out doing a lot of my marketing and brand positioning early mm -hmm. on. But I want to ask you, why the name Savage Marketer? You know, it's funny. Um, I've actually never told this story publicly before, but... Uh, one of my clients, who definitely is a savage marketer, um, the original, is Dan Henry. And Dan Henry is known for some really polarizing marketing, and uh, he's very successful. He's done very well in the space. And uh, he was actually my client, and he launched something called the Savage Marketing Academy, which is the shirt I'm wearing today, for those of you watching the show. But the Savage Marketing Academy was a program, is an info product. It's like a, basically a 
a monthly subscription to access a bunch of trainings and modules that he had. And um, the problem, though, was that he kind of had a, a learning lesson. You know, don't kill me, Dan. You know, I still love you. But his method of delivery, his sales um, was tough. And I mean, it sounded great on paper, but he did like a $1 one week trial and then a monthly two ninety seven dollars rebill. Well, the problem was, is that $1 offer attracted a lot of cheapos who basically for one week was trying to consume all this stuff for a dollar, right? Yeah. <laughs> download, download, download. And then they try to cancel seven days later, like, okay, we got everything in, you know? Um, and it caused a lot of drama and uh, turmoil. And also, you know, because I was actually staffing his support team, you know, it required, I mean, somebody would have to cancel before the rebuild. And next thing you know, like that would basically have no days off. Somebody wants to cancel on Sunday before the rebuild. Somebody has to do it. So nobody wants to work on the weekends. Um, and basically, he just killed the offer. He said, nah, forget this. He ended up buying a, a domain called getclients.com. He killed that offer. And a couple years later, um, so I spoke at his event in 2018 called AdCon Live. And uh, he was giving away a bunch of Savage Marketer swag to, to promote the launch of the Savage Marketer Academy. So I, like these hats, the shirts and every matter of fact, this shirt is still from 2018 when I got this shirt. It's still high quality. It's still today. I'm still wearing it. <laughs> so right? you're wearing some swag. I'm wearing some swag from 2018, an event that I went to. All right. So the craziest part was I spoke at his event. I got tons of swag because he had a bunch of the leftovers. So I grabbed some hats and shirts and stuff. And I had one that fit my son who uh, was nine, nine years old at the time. And me and him, I had this black convertible Camaro RST. It was awesome. And I dropped the top. And me and my son, my son loves matchy-matchy. In the Philippines, they call it matchy-matchy. They love wearing the same thing. And uh, what ends up happening is I'm in the car. And I take a selfie of me and my son both wearing the Savage Marketer hats and the Savage Marketer shirts. And I sent it to Dan Henry. And I said, dude, Dan, this is 2019. I said, what are you doing with this brand? Right. It's a year later. He goes, nothing. And I'm like, well, what if I bought it from you? You know, I'm kind of a savage. He laughs. He goes, well, well, what, what would you even buy it for? We negotiated on a price and we finally found something that worked. Um, but it's funny because I, truth be told, my first offer was $3,000. <laughs> I just said, I don't know, $3,000. He goes, Jeff, I could sell all of the merch in my garage and make more than $3,000, all the swag. I was like, wait, swag? I didn't even know that was included in the deal. <laughs> he goes to his garage and is like, you know, amazing beachfront, beachfront property with his Tesla in there. And he takes this wraparound video of the garage and it's filled from the floor to the ceiling with boxes of swag. And we came up with another number and he says, but part of the deal is that you have to come over here and take all this shit out of my garage. <laughs> so I did. And uh, ever since then, I've coined that savage marketer. But this is the first time on air I've ever told that story. That's a great story. And, you know, you probably saved thousands and thousands of dollars wasting time building a brand, building a logo, sourcing all of the product. And, you know, you just hit the ground running and. I, I love what you're doing, especially what you're doing with marketing. And here at the Sales Machine, we're all about people designing and building their own sales machine for their business. And I like what you're doing with the AI space, especially for marketing, because a lot of business owners out there, 
quite frankly, they're ignorant of what's going on in AI, mm. number one. Yeah. Two, they don't know the level of expertise that they can get from AI to actually empower their business to save tens of thousands of dollars. Mm. Three, you know, academically, we've never been taught to actually use something else to basically uh, cheat, right? <laughs> and, and and allow us to do things better, faster, more efficiently with integrity in a legit way, right? And I know you're doing a lot of things with Chatbox. You're doing a lot of things with your academy. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you've seen and you've used AI to help businesses increase their sales, increase their profits, and even retain more customers. Number one, I want to address something that you said that I actually have a stat that would uh, probably blow your mind. So uh, you were talking about how academically we haven't really been trained to quote unquote cheat. Well, if there's one thing students are good at, it's, it's cheating. Um, and actually, funny enough, it looks like the most highest used demographic for ChatGPT are students using it to cheat. They're using it to do their homework, which is, to me, very exciting because that means the next generation is already starting to learn um, how to use ChatGPT. It's going to be kind of some of the old guard that's going to have more of a, a problem adapting to it. Now, what one of the things that I think that that uh, presents as far as a good and bad you know, problem is, and I think you'll agree with me in this, is that because people are going to be using the cheat codes all the time, they might not be using their brain more. And I think that's going to really affect, you know, critical thinking uh, ability when people are just asking ChatGPT to do everything and basically think for them. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, just in that context, that's what I'm talking about. As far as business owners now, a lot of them are ignorant. The younger generation is much more tech savvy, right? And to your point of being critically thinking or having the ability to critically think uh, about being strategic versus just being tactical. Like um, this is one of the things that Chet Holmes used to talk about. A lot of people can, they can be either strategic or they can be tactical, but a lot of them don't know how to combine both of those to run a successful business. So the younger generation, I can see where they'll be disempowered because they won't have that critical thinking. But the business owners of today, and you work with a lot of business owners, right? More mm -hmm. than a thousand businesses you've helped yeah. scale their business, increase their sales, increase their visibility, create more leads. These are the people that what I was referencing that don't know how to use ChatGBT. Yep. And you're now educating people all over the world how to do it. So what would be your advice to them on how they can use it to leverage being better, faster, more efficient, and to generate more leads in marketing. Because at the end of the day, the savage marketer generates leads. This is a perfect segue because I think you've hit the perfect, I guess, synergy or even dichotomy between the strategy and the tactician, right? The strategic versus the tactical. And I'm going to give both. There's, there's both at play here. And the, the beautiful thing is that AI can be used for both strategy and tactical. And I think what is very important that I think for every business owner to look at right now isn't about the AI technology replacing people or things. 
but how can we leverage the AI to make what we're already doing better, right? How can we how can we increase customer engagement? You know, by maybe creating an AI persona that does copywriting um, that can write really viral posts. Or what if, for example, I'll give you a tactical right here. I'll give you a, a tactical first. All right. So my assistant, Jacqueline, who has never written a marketing email in her life, she's never written a newsletter in her life. I was able to train an AI persona that's a expert copywriter that knows and specializes on writing really engaging newsletters. And she was able to give it the topics to write about. And strategically, we came up with a plan on what we're going to do to drive our existing customer engagement and to reach out to people that maybe fell off the cracks that have contacted us and not turned into sales and re-engage them with a newsletter. Okay, so there's a strategy part. Down the tactical side is that she's able to go in there using these different chat, uh, like ChatGPT and Claude AI, which are right now my two favorite content AI tools. And she's already created over 70 newsletters with zero experience, okay? Zero experience. And this is where I think business owners are going to really in, enjoy. And by the way, the, the results on this have been phenomenal. I've had people respond back to the newsletter saying, oh, wow, this is really great. Thanks. I've had people send me screenshots. I've even seen people send screenshots of the email newsletters and post it on their Facebook and like, wow, this was really valuable, whatever. And at the bottom, it says, Jeff J. Hunter on the newsletter. I didn't even see that email before, right? That screenshot was the first time. But because I've been able to train the AI how to write like me, how to talk like me, it knows my personality. It's been fed lots of different posts and things that I've already done in the past. It's literally created an AI copywriter clone. Now, that is something to digest. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, you know, copywriters typically, you know, for a great copywriter, you know, even just for a small campaign, $10,000, $100,000. Easy. And the biggest the biggest copywriters in the world is what I actually hired you for previously to, mm -hmm. you know, expound on my brand and to really get my message out there of how to build a sales machine for other people's businesses, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So currently you're, you're here in the Philippines yep. on the podcast, and I know you employ hundreds of people here and you... Yep. You uh, actually have a cause with your Savage Marketer uh, Academy mm -hmm. to actually empower Filipinos and or sponsor yep. Filipinos uh, because it's going to replace a lot of the call center agents here. And, uh, you know, I, this is my community. This is my home. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that and how people can get involved with that? So one of the th biggest threats isn't even being recognized right now. I mean, there's a there's a couple of politicians here that have kind of sounded the alarm, like Senator Marcos here in the Philippines, who basically uh, I remember it was May of this of 2022, no 2023 May, and I was just going down to the lobby of the hotel, and I picked up a newspaper, and it was the Daily Tribune, and the very big headline title was a. I jobs apocalypse feared. And I was like, whoa. And I started reading it. And what scared me was that the senator was doing the exact opposite of what I thought was the right was the right move. Like they were looking at efforts to like ban and restrict the use of AI. 
because of its impact. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. Like you, that's like saying, you know what? People are fat. So we're going to go ahead and ban and restrict food. You know, like that's, that's not how that works. Like it's going to be here. Food's always here. AI is here. And I thought, you know, I have a lot of great connections here in the Philippines. And I thought, who could I really partner with to help save some of these jobs? And before I go into the program, I just want to, you know, explain. I I don't think you guys understand. Most people don't even see what's happening here. But the call center industry in the Philippines is the number one industry. It accounts for 13.1% of the entire economy of the Philippines. It's the largest sector by far. 1.3 people in the Philippines work in a call center. And that doesn't even count the ones that are attached to it. Like all the buildings, um, all the fast food places and and other restaurants and other, you know, even water delivery for all the, all the water people, you know, that come and deliver for these call centers. Like there's so many people that are going to be affected by this and there's already technology out there right now. I'm working with somebody right now for 5,000 us dollars, they will create an AI clone of a human that sounds so real and will have the exact accent that you want and it will be able to do, get ready for this, 2,500 calls per minute with AI. And it's so good, it even knows when to interrupt people during their objections. Like, oh, I understand that, sir, but here, I I understand you're not ready for this, so why don't I just send you a PDF in the email and you can just look at it. If you're interested, great. If not, that's fine. Okay, fine. Okay, sure, what's your name? What's your email? Boom. Oh my God, it even can do that. So this is just, it's just a matter of time. You know, I'm going to say here a pretty bold prediction. I'm going to say within at least 16 to 18 months, you're going to start seeing probably a 25% reduction in the workforce in the, in the BPO industry here in the Philippines. And that's going to be detrimental. It's going to sound the alarms and people are going to have to figure out what their, their life looks like now. So I wanted to create a program that would prepare Filipinos and others around the world. It's just not the Philippines, but the Philippines is is a huge market here. But I'm looking at Pakistan, Singapore, you know, everywhere where there's some, even America, all the American call centers, like they're going to be a time where the AI is just going to be so effective. It doesn't make sense to hire humans to do it anymore. So how do we prepare this workforce to learn new skills and future proof their careers? And that's when I came up with the idea of the program that me and Jared Dillinger from Barangay, Barangay Hinebra, he's the, the team captain of the number one basketball team here in the Philippines, we're putting together a course that's going to help, and it's going to be super low cost, like less than 50 bucks, like 37 bucks. Honestly, I wanted to make it free, but I think you know this. When people pay, they pay attention. Right? Absolutely. So what I did was I started a scholarship program. And I already have a, a, a decent amount of donors. Of course, I'd love to have more. But, um, you know, I've had people that have, have donated, you know, 10 scholarships, which is only, you know, less than 500 bucks. Um, and we have an application process because, you know, even $37 to some people here in the Philippines is a lot of money. And I want to make this accessible to everybody. So I'm working with, you know, government officials. Um, I'm working with business owners here. I, I would love to roll out, and it's basically how to use generative AI so that AI doesn't replace you. How to use AI so that it doesn't replace you. And I think that's that's a really big mission. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you bringing that up and giving the voice. Yeah, and I, I love it because it's, you know, it's it's purpose-based. And, Jeff, you, you already make a lot of money, and there's a lot of people out there. I mean, 
you mentioned the fact that you can get a persona and a chatbot that can do 2,500 calls a minute, minute. Yeah. a minute. So, I mean, for a lot of you out there that want to build your own sales machine for your company, uh, you know, building a chat bot out and, or utilizing your people resources to build more connection mm -hmm. and solve bigger problems and serve your customers. We're always going to need that. And a lot of people have asked me, John is, uh, do you see AI replacing salespeople? And uh, my answer is always no, mm -hmm. you know, because sales are about trust. And currently, no, even <laughs> the smartest people on the planet, when we talk about Elon Musk, when we talk about the people in the AI space right now that are really building it out and asking for regulation, even they don't trust uh, AI. So if you don't trust, you're not going to buy. A confused mind doesn't buy, or someone who doesn't trust doesn't buy. So wh why don't you give us your take on that and then how, you know, a business owner, regardless of industry, can actually use it to generate more leads and sales in their business? Yeah, well, first off, you're absolutely right. You know, and one of the things that AI can't do is care doesn't care about you it can pretend <laughs> it can care. it can pretend you're breaking you know? my heart yeah um and a salesperson can right like a good salesperson does care and they want the customer to be happy and they want to give them the correct solution and if there's anything we've learned from ai is that the ai always will think it's correct even when it's not right and if you correct it it says oh i'm i'm sorry you're you're right here's the right answer and of course, that answer is wrong too. So, and not to mention the bias, right? The bias in ChatGPT by its creators and things like that and, and all the resources that it's, it's learning online. So what I would say is, and I think what you said, what the advice would be for business owners looking to use AI, I think the goal, the secret, the non-negotiable is that if you're using AI, people shouldn't be able to know that it's AI. It should sound and it should act real. And by the way, I think this is a time right now where we're always looking for AI and automation to do so much in our lives. But it's also an advantage for people like me and you. It's an advantage for good marketers because it's never been more important than right now to be human. And if you can leverage your own human authenticity, you're gonna do much better. And matter of fact, most people wouldn't even know that I use AI if I didn't say it was written by AI. And that's the goal. So I think the, the combination is using humans that actually care and then powering them with AI technology to make them do a better job. That's the key. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, even in Philippines, you, you referenced about 16 months, 18 months, and 20 some percent of the people are gonna lose their jobs. I know that sounds bold, but I'm very confident. Yeah, and I, if you look at what ChatGBT and all of the other uh, AI out there, it's, it's really gonna replace a lot of redundancy, especially mm. when you can train a chat bot, especially like in my voice, that can actually reach out and come from a place of service, right? For me, sales is always about taking care of people, right? Something I do for them, not to them. Mm. So 
working with ChatGPT, the more I use it to create prompts, the more I use it in my voice to come from service, to solve bigger problems, to make sure customers are satisfied. When business owners can figure that out and leverage that, basically they just become better, faster, more efficient, and they can clone themselves or the amount of activity that they need to do to attract more leads, more clients to make a bigger difference, right? So can you tell us of a couple of examples how you've already done it and the results it's already created? Because that's really creating a sales machine for any any individual business. Well, I think the real key, and, I, you know, we have a huge advantage over here in the Philippines because they're already native English speakers, right? Like the, the, the language here in the Philippines, national language is English. So when they're able to use and leverage these tools, I think this is the cool part is that the language barrier is gone. Like, you know how it is. If you have a Filipino um, or anyone in the world write a post who's not a na native English speaker, it's going to sound not native English. It's going to say, he's going to sound like their own, you know, Filipino taglish, right? And what's really interesting is now being able to train. I think the, the real secret sauce here is being able to train the AI to really speak. And by the way, even if you suck at, at writing, like you can use data sets of people that actually have good copywriters. Like ChatGPT already has built in a huge database of knowledge of some of the best copywriters of all time, you know, David Ogilvy and Dean Jackson and Dan Kennedy and all these th people. So if you suck, you can say, you know what, write it in the style of this person. Now that of course brings up some interesting copywriting things. He's like, well, copyright with the R I G H T, which is like, okay, well, you know, are we blurring the lines of <clears throat> uh, what's ethical? Right. But in all reality, what I would do is I would write a list of the people on my team. Okay. Every business owner here, this is the, the juice of the podcast right here. This is if you, there's a, like one segment you have to listen to this day. You want to write a list of who you have on your team and what they do. And you want to identify two things. One, what does this person do very well? And how can we use, use AI to make it better? Okay. What are those things? Is it your salesperson? Um, he's a top salesperson. What makes that person successful? Can we take that and ramp it up for everyone else who's maybe not as successful, right? Maybe because this person's really good at follow-up emails. Let's load some follow-up email templates that that salesperson's doing into the AI and give that powerful tool to your other salespeople so they can model exactly what that person's doing that's made them successful, right? The second piece is what do they suck at? What are they, what are they, what are they not doing well? And then let's use AI to fill that gap. Right. Which, by the way, that example worked in the exact same way. Maybe some of your salespeople aren't that great at the follow up. So, boom, now the AI is doing that. Maybe they're not getting a proposal on time. Boom. AI that's doing proposal. Right. Maybe they're not engaging with the customers enough. Writing, have an AI that writes social media posts and does those newsletters like those ex examples that I gave earlier. So what I think is really important and valuable for every business owner and, by the way, applicable to every business owner is say, what are the things that my people are doing right now? that are working and what's not working, that we can use AI. And the second piece of this, okay, this is my favorite. What are the positions that I'd like to hire right now that I can create an AI employee to do? Like, for example, no, like- Boom. Th that's it. Drop the mic. That's it. Um, like, you can literally create an AI persona that is only job is to create presentation slides, for example. 
and it's loaded with all the best practices of creating presentation slides. So now all of your team members can use this AI tool that's designed to create a presentation. And now with ChatGPT, you can share that chat with your team. Hey guys, I created this presentation AI persona. It's already been trained on how to do it. It knows all the company information, knows everything about the sales machine. Or in my case, it knows everything about Savage Market or VA staff or brand and media, whatever brand I'm working on. And even better, if you're a digital marketing agency, oh my gosh. You can create a brand profile for each of your clients and it knows everything about that client. So anytime you ever want to do some sort of engagement or create an ad post or whatever, it has all that information programmed in. This is going to make the marketer and the salesperson so more effective. But the cool part is keep all that personality and authenticity and the human touch because it's trained to be an actual human. That's the key is don't look at the AI's AI treat it more like a human, and you will see it does have the ability to have empathy. Of course, it's pretending. It doesn't really care. <laughs> but most people will not be able to know, and it is a huge, amazing tool that can be leveraged if used right. Yeah, and I love that. I, I learned early on, uh, you know, storyboarding, uh, different copy, and, you know, looking and having my clients that I work with around the world a lot of them ask me, you know, how to write a story brand mm. and or how to, you know, be a marketer like Dan Kennedy and or using the 16 word sales letter or different things. ChatGBT has already got that amount of. It knows Donald Miller. It knows the story brand framework. You can ask it to write uh, a sales page in the story brand framework. It will do it. It's like this is what people don't understand. Like. It, but it's kind of like that old thing, like it's it's like that old saying, you know, like you don't know what you don't know. And see, here's the thing, though. The AI knows everything. OK, it knows a lot of things, but it doesn't know how to apply them. Right. That's where we as the salesperson, we as the marketer have a huge advantage because we know what works. You know, every time you've probably had this, my man, you've probably had this. You've probably seen on your Facebook or your Twitter, your LinkedIn or whatever, someone who never posts magically since ChatGPT comes out has been posting very consistently and has been posting, you know, with hashtags and stuff. They don't even know what a hashtag is, but magically they're posting them now. And like, I know for a fact, I'm like, okay, this dude's using ChatGPT, right? Like, or, I, I, everyone knows that someone's not even really writing. I actually lost a friend on Facebook for that. Um, I called some, I called somebody out in a joking way, by the way, I thought we were friends, right? Like, I think it, it hurt his feelings. And I said, you know, he never posts and now he magically he's posting all the time and he's got the hashtag and stuff. And I was like, I was like, wow. Um, somebody, somebody found chat GBT. <laughs> yeah. You know, and for me, for me, I think it's a, it gives business owners the opportunity to actually leverage, uh, their own level of intelligence, their own level mm. of strategy, and by being tactical and strategic at the same time to scale their business. Because let's be honest, we all need a competitive advantage because it's all about your own value proposition. And one of the things I that really resonates with me that you talked about was, you know, sometimes people are, they don't know what they don't know. Mm. And in all actuality, I wrote, uh, I, I, I wrote a program myself, uh, you know, old school uh, about the ultimate success formula. Mm. And, you know, I've worked with tens of thousands of entrepreneurs and built sales teams all over the world. 
And one of the things I find is, you know, there's, there's, uh, we all have blind spots in, in psychology. And that's why we talk about psychology, methodology built into technology with the sales machine. In psychology, there's a thing called the Johari window where we don't see what we don't see. Right. And we all have blind spots. You have blind spots. I have blind spots. Uh, and that's why I like to hire uh, people to actually guide me or advise me on what I'm not an expert at, yeah. right? Because we all have a blind spot. Mm -hmm. And in the ultimate success formula, it really is about identifying what blind spots do you have, right? Yeah. And then most people, because of their own blind spots, they get stuck. They get stuck in a crazy eight, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Where you keep doing the same things you've been doing over and over again, and you see other people that are getting out of the crazy eight and what Ray Dalio calls the success loop, the ultimate success loop, ah. where you learn and you continue to build and grow, right? And that's just the psychology of it, right? So a lot of business owners have blind spots, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why their business has plateaued. It hasn't scaled. It hasn't went to the that next level, right? Because some people are afraid to reach out and get help, you know? And that's what I call a blind spot, yeah. right? And I, I had to get over that myself to actually be open to getting advice um, rather than thinking I had to do everything myself. I, I've, I've hired people, you know, like Jay Abraham and or you as a savage marketer to guide me, right? Yeah, I think it's important. And <clears throat> yeah, for me, you know, and it's so funny because... I think that's, I, I know that you talk a lot about awareness and, you know, self-awareness is so important and it's, uh, it, it's kind of like that, that Dunham, is it done? Uh, why am I going blank on this? Where, you know, you're, you're too ignorant and dumb to think that you're wrong. You know, I'm trying to remember what that, what that curve's called. It's called the, the, the Dunning, Dunning something curve. But anyway, it's like when I, was coming up as a marketer and learning things, I really did think I was a genius, you know, like I thought I was on top, I knew everything. It wasn't until I started getting myself around really intelligent people that were way better than me, and telling me what I was doing wrong, and what I was missing. And I was like, Oh, my God, I don't know anything, right. So now I just have this open ideologue of life of just like, okay, I'm always a student, I'm always learning. I'm always open. And I understand and recognize that I have blind spots that I don't see. And obviously, I can't see them because I'm on the inside, right? It's like, it's like that old saying about you can't read the label from the inside of the bottle, right? Like you can't see what it says. And that's usually what you need someone to look at and tell you. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm obviously excited to have friends like you, John, and, and, and other mentors in my life that have, have helped me just kind of keep pushing. And I think that, you know, sometimes you know this more than anyone, it can get really lonely as an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of times we we start drinking our own Kool-Aid, right? Oh, yeah. We think, no, it, this is the right way. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you get knocked down, mm. right? And I, I've been knocked down a lot yeah. in my life, right? Different circumstances and situations. And uh, I, I, I learned to reach out and uh, find expert experts at what they do and to have a completely open mind right yeah i call it be open have fun and focus right 
So and that's the, the ultimate success formula is, you know, it's really simple. It's five steps to clarity, focus, and strategy, Ooh. right? And it's as simple as that. But, you know, I've had people go in-depth with it. Uh, and me just having this conversation with you is already enlightening. So, like, if I'm a business owner out there, I'm going to say, hey, chat GBT, I need a newsletter. Write it mm -hmm. like the savage marketer, <laughs> right? And use his copywriting skills because Jeff has literally made millions and millions of dollars with his copywriting skills, leveraging his ability to use AI, leveraging his experience over the years of helping other businesses scale their business to millions based on his marketing experience. And, you know, a lot of us might have a blind spot. Well, I, I'm not... I'm not Jeff Hunter. I'm not the savage, but you can be a savage and utilize him and or reach out to him because he's a guy that's helped me grow my brand, John Rankins, personally. All of that started with you, Jeff. Oh, man. All hey. of it. You know, um, let me give one last nugget. So for anyone who's listening and watching this, you know, John Rankin is obviously a savage himself. <laughs> But one of the things that I truly love is that he knows it's the same thing we were just talking about, about the blind spots. Like he knows how to recognize when he's got a gap. And when you came to me seven years, six, seven years ago and said, hey, look. Yeah, no know, Instagram followers, yeah, no Facebook no, followers. Yeah, and the LinkedIn, you know, so like yeah. we, we we were focusing on building up his, his uh, social media profiles for his personal brand. And... <clears throat> It's crazy to think what's happening right now is that back then I was writing those posts. I had copywriters I was paying to write posts for you that would go viral, that would get attention. And now to think that we can create an AI persona that that is a copywriter that's good enough to write viral content. I'm going to share a little secret with you guys, which is very hard to admit, and it's damaged my ego. <laughs> a little bit. All right. I still feel good, but it has damaged my ego a little bit, which is I've gone more viral this year than I have in my entire life. I've gone viral on TikTok. I've gone viral on Facebook. I've gone viral everywhere. Um, and it's sadly the most viral posts that I've made this year were written by my AI. And it's amazing and scary it's great and kind of demoralizing at the same time because, as you know, <laughs> I've charged a lot of money for this stuff in the past to write stories. And to have an AI that can do it that good, I think there's going to be a big wake-up call for the marketing industry in general because the, the marketers, the business owners that are adapting to AI versus the ones that are not, it's going to be starting this huge, I'm going to call it the... Uh, to my friend Jonathan Foltz, shout out to him, an AI disparity gap where at first it doesn't seem like much. Like right now, businesses aren't going to notice, right? But the businesses that are adapting and they're bringing AI into the fold, they're getting a huge advantage. They're probably getting anywhere from 15 to 25%. Let's just average it at 20%. A 25% increase in productivity per week. That's like getting a free day a week. But at the same time, reducing the cost because ChatGPT is a whopping 20 bucks a month. Right. Claude AI, one of my other favorites, it's a whopping 20 bucks a month. So your your cost reduction for what you're being able to do is another 20 percent. So now you're looking at an effective disparity gap 
an AI of 20% productivity and a 20% cost reduction. Now, over the next six months, you're looking at a 300% gap because it's compound. And over the next 12 months, you're looking at 900%. So now you're 900% more, more cost-effective and productive than your competitor for using AI in the next 12 months. I just want that to sink in. That's it. Drop the mic. Boom. Because <laughs> here's, you know, let's expand on that. So business for me is all about a value proposition. And if you want a sales machine, if you want your business to be a sales machine, what is your value proposition? And you just, you know, you just gave people a golden nugget that if they're really strategic and they digest what you just said, it's not just about how much you can keep and how much money you can save, but how much more value and what a, a better value proposition, like if you're a digital marketing agency and that's your business out there, or you, even you're a brick and mortar company providing value and services, imagine tapping the resource of ChatGBT to 10x the value you can give to your clients because lots of companies out there are 10xing or 100x. I mean, even my yeah. own digital marketer. Um, and Chiara, I'll give you a shout out because you're amazing um, and you've been amazing to our brand as well as Francis. Uh, she, she went from writing an article a day to like seven a day. Wow. And then verifying, still using her own unique creativity. And now she's going to do it for my personal brands, but she's giving me like, and, and she's on my team, right? But her attitude is, I just want to give more value. I want to do more. Yeah. Right. And she goes, and I know I can, cause I'm an expert copywriter. I know what I'm doing, but we can do so much more with the sales machine giving more value Bingo. using chat GBT, like expound on it, using chat GBT to give your clients more value Bingo. instead of just giving them, you know, a newsletter, how many more social media posts or ads or, you know, different assets you can create for them. And now your value proposition you want to make more? I always say get better. My friend Brad Lee always says, you want to make more money, get better, do more, right? Yeah. And I always like doing more and going that extra mile for every single individual, whether you're on my team, you're a client, you're a customer. It's how, what else can I do for you? And how much better we can make that with AI. That's the key. That's the key right there. Uh, that's my turn to say mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, you've taught me a lot about marketing. And, uh, you know, this entire podcast, you know, my entire life has been about empowering others to be successful. And the more successful that they become is has allowed me to, to achieve what I've achieved. And I've did really anything on my own. Uh, I had great intentions, but uh, helping others to me just juices me and watching others develop. Uh, and you taught me a lot in, uh, early on with my brand, you know, and I have total respect for you and what you're doing. And I love that you're, you're going into more of a legacy play now with what you're doing with the people in the Philippines, mm -hmm. you know, um, 
it's not even like you're earning money from it, but it's making a bigger difference. And, you know, like me, you've made millions of dollars. And the goal of the sales machine is for people to utilize the psychology, the methodology and technology so that they can be prosperous in their life and in their business, you know? Yeah. So final question for me, as far as, you know, empowering all these other businesses to have their own sales machine is what would be the top five things you would start immediately that uh, would help businesses increase sales, retain more customers and make more profits? In the context of AI, um, yes. well, three of them we already discussed and they should be a high priority on the list. Matter of fact, you just said them. Number one, you got to have more content. Content is king. And one thing that I will warn everybody is that it used to be, actually, I take that back. It used to be content is king. But right now with ChatGPT and these other AI tools, there's going to be a lot of content and lazy people will be able to create good content. Okay. So right now you need to use your content. Okay. Let's, let's focus on this. You want your social media posting. You want your newsletters, your email list, things like that. You want to start building more community community. So that's number four. Community is going to be the most important thing. The other piece of it, which is just as important because the community builds this is the brand. You need to have a trusted brand and a, and a strong community. And these, if we can even just slash all five in, into those two things, brand and community, because right now people are going to be desperately seeking people to help guide them through what we're about to witness. You know, this right now with AI, the way it's coming out right now, this is like when the smartphone came out, you know? Like this is actually, this is probably even more important. This is like when the internet first came. Actually, I wouldn't even say that because, you know, it's like, it sounds important when the internet first came out, but the internet wasn't mass adopted. There wasn't mass, massively adopted like AI. It's like ChatGPT had a hundred million users in the fastest record rec recorded time ever. It's nuts. So what I would say is that right now, everybody is seeking an audience and it's time to build one. That's your community. That's permission-based marketing. These are people that say, please, can I come into your Facebook group, your WhatsApp group, your Discord, your email list, whatever that is, your newsletter. This is building the community of people that want to hear more from you. And B is that trusted brand. Just like you said, nobody's trusting AI right now. And now with everything and all the scams and scandals and everything that's coming out and the bias and everything, they're going to look for a trusted voice and you need, you need to build that trusted voice and you need to build a community of people for that trusted voice. That's it. Mic drop. <laughs> Seriously, big round of applause for you. Uh -oh. uh, Jeff, man, you, you know, you're brilliant. You're a brilliant mind. You're a brilliant uh, resourceful mind utilizing. And I believe that, you know, the greatest resource of all is being resourceful. Ooh. Right. And, you know, chat GBT is only as smart as the questions you can ask it. Uh, Tony Robbins taught me a long time ago that, mm. you know, the quality of life and the quality of your life is also determined by the quality of questions you ask yourself. Ooh. Right. And then the quality of the output that chat GBT is going to put out there is based on the quality of questions you ask it. That's right.
And uh, so moving forward, where can people find you? Because I want to make one more point really quick here because you, you nailed it. You know, I read a quote a long time ago and the quote was, there's two types of companies, the quick and the dead. <laughs> That's funny because now I feel the same way with AI. It's like with the disparity gap, it's basically there's the companies that adapt to AI and there's the ones that get ran over by the companies <laughs> that adapt to AI. Yeah. And there's a lot more companies <laughs> in the graveyard that exist than companies that exist today. Right. That's right. And everybody talks about 95% of companies fail, but you know what they don't talk about? They don't talk about the failed marriages, mm. the failed relationships, the broken hearts. Mm. And, you know, even after five years, those, that 5% that survived, most of them didn't even make any money. Mm. So there's two types of qu companies, the quick and the dead. Right. And it's, you got to get on board with the marketing. You guys got to reach out to Jeff. He is a savage and he can definitely help you build and scale your business and turn your business into a sales machine. So where can they find you, Jeff? Well, thank you for having me on the show, by the way. And uh, Jeff, jhunter.com. Jeff, the letter jhunter.com. Um, my LinkedIn is uh, always open for requests. My Facebook has been full for like five years. So if you add me on Facebook, I'm sorry. I don't have room. I love you, but I don't have room. So, um, so yeah, LinkedIn and, and my, uh, you know, my website has all my, all my socials and stuff on there, but Instagram, Jeff J Hunter. Um, if you Google me, I have an official Google panel, you know, so like I have that knowledge panel that has all my info. Um, and if you are a gamer, which I'm a huge gamer, you can add me on TikTok for some laughs because that's all I post there is funny shit. <laughs> all right. Well, big round of applause to you, Jeff. Woo. It's been an honor and a pleasure, man. I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you so much, man. And it's a pleasure to be on the show. All right, man. Have a great day. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks for joining me today. And if you got value from this episode, do me a favor. Like, subscribe, and refer a friend. And if you want even more value, go to thesalesmachine.com, click on resources, and there's tons of resources there to increase profits and drive performance in your business. Right on, right on, come on.